0: What are we like if we are not fully ourselves? The answer is simple. If we are not fully ourselves, we are less than ourselves. We are going to consider what may seem to be a rather less than inspiring topic of logotherapy, subhuman existence. However, the very topic is meant to inspire us to come out of this state and to become who we are meant to be, fully ourselves. What did Frankl mean when he spoke about a subhuman existence? What does the term subhuman mean? Subhuman is like something substandard. A falling short of, or being less than, or not as good as can be expected. To be up to standard, to be what we should be and can be expected to be like as human beings, is to fully exercise or put to creative use the capabilities we do have. What are these? These are the capabilities we exercise when we fully live on what Frankl called the human dimension of being. Here, we show forth what being human is truly like. We have free will. We can choose to act in decent and humane ways. Give full expression to our human nature. We have an inherent will to meaning. We want to live a life of meaning and purpose, one with direction and destiny. We have a sense of responsibility. There are duties to perform and there are tasks assigned to us. We have conscience, a conscientious awareness of right and wrong, an awareness of what is meaningful, life-enhancing and constructive versus what is life-destructive, meaningless and futile. Conscience is our moral compass in life. We are aware that we are constantly being addressed to exercise responsibility. We are expected to live by the standards of accountability. And we have a sense of destiny. We want our lives to have some ultimate meaning. We want to become someone of worth, have some place of significance in the world take our place in the bigger scheme of things. Let's face it, we all uncannily sense that we are being measured by the yardstick of what we ought to be. It's a constant call. To be human is a moral obligation, but a most marvellous one. Through free will obedience to the demands life make upon us, we acquire the beauty, the impressiveness and impact of an eco-homo level of being. echo homo is, behold the man, behold the woman, how admirable they are. How really free we become when we reach such optimal levels of being. How free of envy, frustration, resentment, competitiveness, greed and selfish ambition, everything that spoils us and that makes us less than admirable in the eyes of others, and I dare say in our own eyes. Subhuman is not non-human, We do not stop being human beings if we do not live up to our full potential. It simply means that we are less than we could or even should be as human beings. It's a minus state of being. Living a subhuman life, we simply fall short. We are failing ourselves. We are in a lesser state of being. By subhuman, therefore, Frankel simply meant that we are not fully ourselves. That is, that we are not what we could be. But no matter what our circumstances or state of being are, we still have the capacity to change. We can feel ashamed of ourselves or become dissatisfied enough with the way that we are living and freely decide to stop this subhuman kind of existence, to be living mindlessly and irresponsibly, to allow ourselves to be driven by need and desire to be driven by our emotions and to be a plaything or helpless victim of circumstances, to fail to take a situation in hand and take responsible control of it. All of these kind of situations can be described as a subhuman way of living. And how tragic. It means that we do not realize what capacities for greatness, for decency, for uprightness and dignity we do have. This is what makes a study of logotherapy so imperative. It teaches us to know what we are capable of being. A capability we are meant to realize. We are meant to become a person in our own right be uniquely and irreplaceably ourselves. We are to become distinctively human. Show forth the characteristics of true humanity. We are to be humane. To act inhumanely, to even become decadent and repulsive, is to abrogate, spurn, waste or criminally neglect or abuse. Abuse our very humanness. we become inhumane. What a loss of stature! Those human beings who discard their humanity do not descend to animal life. Let's just be clear about this: animals do what their instinctual make-up dictates them to do. They have no choice in the matter. An animal lives by the instinct of survival, and it's something beautiful in the animal. A human being lives by the freedom of choice, however. Human beings who refuse to accept their freedom as a freedom to live a life of human decency spurn their humanity. Acting inhumanely, they simply lose their human face and become ugly even monstrous. Animal life, in and of itself, is something wondrous. Far more so is the wonder of human life. Those who trample their sense of humanity underfoot and do so to the extreme, destroy themselves. Having spurned the commission to become what they ought to be, they lose their very reason for living, for having been given life. And with that, they lose life itself. As human beings, we are creatures of choice. We are commissioned to choose, as the Bible says, either life and blessing or death and cursing. We are meant to choose life. The biblical saying says, Therefore, choose life that you may live. In choosing life, we become aware of its blessings, its preciousness. And we learn to discern and discard and overcome everything that injures and spoils our humanity and does injustice to the life given to us. What a challenge, therefore. No. How imperative to choose life, to say yes to life, and embrace and live it in the way we are required to live it in order to have life, and to have it more abundantly, and at the end of it, everlastingly.